Hey guys, and welcome back to the Facts Are Facts. I am your host, Jared Kaiser. Today, we're going to do a brief overview of the new NFL overtime rules. And you guys can let me know what you think in the comments below. I'm very curious to hear if you guys have any suggestions or any possible ideas for the way overtime should work. Because the reality is, overtime, the way it's structured right now, is completely flawed. Everyone knows it. So let me start off with a suggestion that I heard before we get into the actual rule change and what we like and don't like. Let's start with a rule that I heard from a caller on the Rich Eisen show. And I thought this was an absolute fantastic idea because not only does it affect overtime, but it affects the actual game and the decisions made by coaches. So here's the new idea from a fan that I heard. The coin toss at the beginning of the game now affects overtime. So now if you win the toss at the beginning of the game, you get to decide, do I want to receive and then kick and then possibly receive first in overtime? Again, keeping the rules the same, right? So if you score first, it would be a touchdown would end the game end the game in overtime. Or if you kick a field goal, then both teams get a chance to receive. But now the coin toss at the beginning of the game affects all the way through overtime. I thought that was the best way to fix it. Now, obviously, there's some flaws in this. There's, there's not going to be a a one-stop shop fix all for this. But I think this would be the best in my opinion. And here's why. Because now it goes into the decision-making by the coaches for the rest of the game. What do you mean the rest of the game? Well, first off, you have to decide if it's going to be a close game or not, right? Because if it's going to be a close game, if you know the other team is really good, you know you've got a good team, especially if it's the playoffs or something, you have to decide, do I want to take the risk And instead of receiving in the second half and being able to do what the Patriots used to do, where they used to try and score right before over uh, halftime and then get the ball in the second half and then try and score again and kind of double you up. Instead of doing that, do I want to guarantee myself that I'm going to receive first in overtime and be able to end the game in overtime if there's a possibility for that? Because that's going to be the first decision that's going to affect the whole game. Second decision that's going to affect the game is this one. If you decide that you're going to receive in overtime, right? So if I receive first and then I'll receive in overtime first with a chance to end it, that gives you the ability to when the game is tied with two or three minutes to go, it gets to help you dictate how you aggressive you want to be on that two or three minute drive at the end of the game. Because now you know, guaranteed, that you are going to get the ball in overtime first. And you could, if you don't score here, you could absolutely score first in overtime and end the game. Right? So it affects the end of the game. Or, on the flip end of that, if you're the team at the end of the game now who knows you're not going to get the ball first and there's three minutes left and it's a tie ball game, now you have no choice You have to not be conservative. You have to go for it because you're not getting the ball first at the end of overtime. So instead of playing for overtime, not that any team does that, but let's say that you have an injury or two or something happens to where you're thinking, oh, I might just play conservative and we'll see what happens. And then if we go to overtime, we go to overtime, we'll kind of try and win the game there. Now you're going to try and win the game in in regulation because you know you're not getting the ball first in overtime. So it affects the whole game. And I personally love this idea because it kind of makes the coin toss even that much more important at the beginning of the game instead of having a second coin toss in overtime, which I always thought was dumb. That's the suggestion that I heard that I personally, I haven't heard of one that's better than that. Now, 
Let's get to the rule change that the NFL is implementing and what I think are the positives and what I think are the negatives. Okay, the new rule change is real simple. Both teams get a chance to possess the ball unless the first team that receives the ball gets safety. Then the game will be over. Okay, things I like. Both teams get a chance to possess the ball because guess what? If you have two high-powered offenses, it's going to be really fun to take the, see them take swings at each other, right? Patrick Mahomes throws a punch. Josh Allen gets a chance to come right back and throw a punch. You know, Josh Allen throws a punch. Joe Burrow gets a chance to come back and throw a punch. You know, if it's Russell Wilson or Justin Herbert or Derek Carr or whoever it is, I mean, there's so many great quarterbacks in the AFC right now. Deshaun Watson or Lamar Jackson or whoever it is that you want to say is out there. They get the opportunity to respond to whatever it is you do. The second thing I like is now with both teams getting a chance to possess the ball, it flips overtime on its head to now where the second team has the advantage because the second team gets to see that whether you scored a touchdown or whether you kicked a field goal, they get to decide how they're going to play offense now because if you only kicked a field goal, now all they know is, hey, I at minimum, we have to get a field goal, right? But if we do get a touchdown, then we're going to win the game. Or if you scored a touchdown, now we get into the nitty gritty of it, which is, hey, do we want to be Doug Peterson out here and go for two? Because the average in the NFL over the last five years is right around 48 to 50% success rate on two-point conversions. So if you get a coach like Doug Peterson or Brandon Staley or any of these guys out here that are really aggressive play callers, Andy Reid, you can go for two and end the game, which I think would be awesome because now the team that gets it first doesn't necessarily have the advantage. Now it kind of flips. And I like that. I like the opportunity because if you get the ball first and you score a touchdown, now you got to think, okay, well, how aggressive is the other coach? Would he go for two? And if we don't get it, now all he needs is a touchdown and the extra point. And we've seen extra points missed and blocked. I mean, just ask Aaron Rodgers. My goodness, man. Can that guy get a break in his special teams? Holy cow. But I like this rule for those reasons. Here's the thing that I would add to this rule, okay? And here's part of the downfall. The downfall is what happens in the event of a tie now? Because if both teams get a, get the ball and both teams score a touchdown, that's pretty much the entire overtime. That's 10 minutes. My suggestion is push it to 15 minutes. And the only reason for that is now, if let's just say Joe Burrow and Josh Allen meet up in the playoffs, right? And it's an overtime and Joe Burrow gets the ball first and he scores a touchdown. And then Josh Allen comes down and instead of them going for two, they end up scoring a touchdown and taking the extra point. Now it's a tie ball game. Those drives typically are going to take four to five minutes. And if overtime's only 10 minutes long, that means it's the end of the game. It's the end of overtime. We're in, a, we're in a bit of a pickle. Now you have to go to a second overtime. If you make it 15 minutes, usually like 90-something percent of the time in a 15-minute period, both teams touch the ball more than once. And in my opinion, that would help alleviate the chance of a tie. Because now at least one team is going to be able to touch the ball at least twice. And I think that would help in the event of ties. Because if you push it back past 10 minutes, it would help give the first team more time to where if they do give up a touchdown and they did score a touchdown, they get the ball one more chance to try and win the game. I think that would help because the biggest issue I have right now with this rule change is both teams have the, t have the ball at some point in overtime. You're going to end up with a tie or two with a 10-minute period. And personally, I hate soccer for that reason i hate where you can end in a tie i hate in hockey games how you can end in a tie it bothers me 
Like the whole point in sports is to compete to try and win. And in football, we should never have ties. Like that is just my opinion. However it is that we get there is how we get there. And I understand that football is a very brutal physical game and people get very, very badly hurt in football. But the reality is, is we should never have ties in football ever again. We need to figure out a way to where we have a winner and a loser every single game. So let me know what your guys' thoughts are on this. I personally like the new rule change. I think that there's one out there that, in my opinion, is maybe better because it affects not only overtime, but the entire game. And I'd be curious to hear your guys' suggestions for what you guys think overtime should look like and maybe possible rule changes to it. So let me know in the comments, hit me up, and I will catch you guys in the next one.